Hello and welcome to this week's journalism.co.uk podcast. I'm Adelina Chobano, and in today's episode, we find out how a group of journalism students helped out on the Panama Papers investigation and what skills are needed to work on similar projects. Almost 400 journalists from over 100 news outlets in 80 countries worked to analyze the 11.5 million documents in Panama Papers, the investigation that has been exposing the offshore financial dealings of individuals and public figures since its initial publication in April. The journalism school at Columbia University was the only academic institution involved in the initiative, coordinated by the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists. A group of students on the school's Masters of Science Data Specialization scraped and analyzed data related to shipping and trade issues from more than 16 databases, cross-referencing the materials with the names and companies mentioned in the Panama Papers and helping ICIJ reporters uncover related stories. Professor Janina Sinini, who is also a member of the ICIJ, led and advised the team, and she said the project was a great opportunity for students to get involved with the real investigation, apply the knowledge gathered during their degree, and build their CVs. First, we offer them the possibility to be part of the project, and we pick them based on their skills, investigative skills, and data skills as well, because the data specialization is, for their thesis, they're required to work on a project that has a data component. So this project basically matched everything we wanted, and the students rapidly started understanding the data, and more importantly, dealing with the more than 400 journalists who work on the project. So they were assisting them on shipping-related topics, such as tracing back the ownership of you know, yachts and ships related to politicians in Russia, in Iceland, in Switzerland, and many other countries. So we were assisting the partners on that, looking for shipping-related information. And then at the same time, they were working on their thesis based on the Panama Papers data. Three of them found interesting stories related to organized crime in Russia and many other topics. This is basically totally oriented effort to uh, learning by doing. That's what we want to do. And it was quite successful. They managed to finish their stories and also collaborating with the journalists, which is a great experience for them because they were part of a historical project. They kept the secret as well as the other partners for more than a year, and they interacted as if they were you know, professional journalists who were practicing investigative global journalism. Because part of their involvement was to find an original story idea for their final projects, based on what data was available to them as well as on their own interests, students had to have strong organizational and research skills, but they also had to be comfortable with processing and visualizing data. So they needed to have a capacity to process cross-referencing uh, the data on the Panama Papers and the databases we had. So cross-referencing data, cleaning the data, all this uh, data processing. And also, once they managed to process the data, they had to find a story out of the analysis. And, and it was quite challenging because there were many other journalists working at the same time on similar issues. During the academic year, they're exposed to all sorts of trainings on particularly data processing, and we're using you know non-programming tools as well as Python, Pandas, and also Tableau to visualize the data, especially the uh, shipping or international trade data coming from multiple sources, as I've said before, like the UN and Equasys and many other public data references. 
At the same time, students had a chance to work with the rest of the journalists working on Panama Papers, having been given access to the platforms ICIJ used to collaborate with its partners on the investigation. One of those platforms is what we call the IHOP, and the IHOP is like a giant secure Facebook where all the partners communicated. So we had groups, for instance, there was a group for Russia-related topics, another one for Turkey. There were groups by region or by industry or by topics such as, you know, arms smuggling or drug smuggling or corruption, bribes. So there were many, many, many groups. And there was one particularly for us where all the Panama Papers partners basically posted their questions in there. And we were working basically based on the demand and the questions we got from partners. So we also did, we cross-referenced every shipping-related company that we have in another data set with, with the Panama Papers data. And so we gave them data sets based on their countries or their region. That was basically the, the work that was Both aspects of their work brought some challenges as students faced technical issues and difficulties in getting in touch with sources for their stories once they had analyzed the data and decided on a topic. There's a student who had a particular challenge of security, I would say, because she was working on network of organized crime, people from Russia who were operating in multiple countries. So one of the challenges was guiding her once she had everything, all the evidence and the research done. Uh, how to approach the sources and how to approach the people involved. Actually, she managed to find one of these uh, persons who was who is actually wanted by the Interpol. She was not able to talk to him because he refused, but at least she located him. So that was, you know, there were security issues. There was a student whose computer was uh, hacked. So that was mainly the issue, you know, dealing with secure communications and secure ways to transfer the data and ultimately guiding them on how to approach sources and particularly the people involved in those investigations. Sanini said the school will be working on a similar project this year, this time involving 15 student journalists from both the data concentration and the university's investigative specialization. They will work in teams on another shipping-related project that will use not just the Panama Papers data, but also the offshore leaks and the Bahamas leaks recently published by ICIJ. But for students who might not have access to similar initiatives as part of their degrees, What are the options available for getting hands-on with investigative projects? Senini said they should start with one of the many datasets that are available online and remain unexplored, choosing a topic that genuinely interests them, and they should also seek to collaborate with colleagues who could bring something useful to the table, whether that's programming skills or specialist knowledge of the topic being investigated. If you're really interested in investigative uh, projects, there's a lot of data that is not being used out there. All the Panama Papers data is uh, already public. I mean, not all of it, but at least the structured data. So there's no limit for students who want to come up with something. I mean, this is just starting. There's a lot that hasn't been investigated, not only in, in this data, but also tons of data sets, international, global data sets that are publicly available and not being used by journalists. So my suggestion would be try to challenge yourself first by working on a project that you definitely love and that you're passionate about and look for guidance. There are so many people, centers for uh, investigative journalism and academia that can help on guiding you. There are tutorials for basically everything you want to learn, you can learn yourself. So there's a huge opportunity. If you really want to show what you can do, you can take advantage of all these data, the skills, and try to find someone who, who can guide you, a professional 
professor or a classmate or a colleague, it's great to work in teams. So since the very early days, it would be great to get involved with programmers and professionals from other disciplines. There's always someone who wants to help. So if your data skills are not particularly strong, there's so many ways you can go to meetups or hacks and hackers or, you know, try to find in your community who's open data movements and activists. So there's a bunch of resources available now. And all you need is like a decent equipment and access to the internet. So I really invite those of you who are working or are studying journalism to try to work on real projects. And the clue is finding something very concrete and delimited and feasible. One of the challenges as well with the students is that they want to work on very ambitious projects. So our job is to let them know, help them narrowing down the scope of their projects and their investigations. So trying to keep everything simple, as simple as possible, and very concrete, a really clear hypothesis is the clue to a successful outcome. If you've ever worked on a similar project and have tips to share, or if you have any questions about getting started with investigations, let us know on Twitter at Journalism News. And thanks for listening to the journalism.co.uk podcast. Thank you.